up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. The round, the wow. Round, the round mound of rebound. rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Hello, uh, welcome in, a good uh, Friday to you out of there, and welcome in uh, to another edition of the starting lineup here on a 98.9 via game ESPN radio. What's happening out there here? How we feeling uh, today on this March 10th, 2023, heading into the weekend, just heading into the weekend free and easy yeah. and no pressure at all, feeling not stressed at all whatsoever. So I uh, hope everyone is uh, feeling good here on this uh, Friday. we got a good show lined up for you, as always. Lots to uh, talk about, lots to uh, dive into before the weekend. Of course, we got uh, local sports to uh, hit up on uh, the uh, volleyball regionals, mm-hmm. as well as the uh, state tournament up in uh, Champaign. Did our local teams make it to uh, Saturday? Well, we'll uh, find out if their uh, state tournament run came to an end yesterday or... It plays on. Not the state I thought you were talking about, Travis. I thought you were talking about volleyball state going on this weekend for uh, seventh volleyball? grade. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, seventh uh, seventh grade going Got on. Three so. teams up at state for, and we'll talk more about that coming up. Mm, yeah, definitely. We'll dive deep in into that. We'll also hit up on uh, some uh, college basketball, of course, as uh, the uh, major tournaments uh, are underway, and uh, they're gonna be uh, into the uh, finals on uh, Saturday and uh, Sunday, and of course, uh, selection Sunday coming up. One of the best days in all of uh, sports and everyone getting their uh, brackets ready and uh, some pick on Sunday. I don't particularly uh, do that, but uh, hey, if you want to fill out your bracket on Sunday, go go for it. Uh, but uh, we'll hit up on that and see where everyone stands entering the weekend. We'll also hit up on the NBA, NHL, and we'll also talk a little bit about the World Baseball Classic. If uh, the fans know deep into the podcast yesterday we got into <laughs> quite the conversation yes. about the world baseball classic but uh, we'll check in on that and uh, eric might have to leave the room uh, for <laughs> for that before we get into another discussion uh and i said yesterday just because uh, we talked about the world baseball classic so much i talked about golf and we didn't even get to it we didn't even get to we the players championship. The players yeah that's all we did though that's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need. That's all you need for the golf's fifth major. It's the Players' Championship. It has one hole everyone likes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So. Oh, but I do have some, some news coming up uh, about golf. Yeah. It has nothing to do with live, actually. So. Oh, good. It has good. to do with the virtual world, but we'll talk ah, about that yes. later on. And also, uh, coming up in the uh, podcast, we are also uh, doing NASCAR. We got NASCAR Pick'em coming up for the uh, weekend. We'll also uh, take a look at the XFL coming up. There's a big game on uh, Sunday, and uh, 30,000 people are going to be at an XFL game, and we'll tell you more about that. And we'll also have our snake draft yeah. as well, doing a little special March Madness edition, a snake draft of champions, least deserving and most deserving uh, coming up in the pod in the snake draft. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got a lot to uh, get to, a lot on the table here in this buffet that we got going on here on the starting lineup. Belly up. Yeah, belly up to uh, the bar, and uh, let's get it started, and let's hit it up with what we always do, and let's get it going first things first. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we're entering the weekend of free and easy, no stress, because we don't have to worry about nothing this weekend, because last night in the Big Ten tournament, you heard it here on a 98.9, and it was the uh, Fighting Illini losing to their kryptonite. Just can't beat, just can't figure out the puzzle that is the Penn State Nittany Lions, and uh, they end up winning, and uh, they won by three points last night, ended up in uh, Penn State. One against Illinois, 79 to a 76. Third victory over the Illini this season and a short stay for Illinois in the Big Ten tournament as they are bounced in the opening round, basically. Yeah, I hope they got the, the uh, you know, refund back on their hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even need them. I mean, that, yeah, you, you could just came home after that game yesterday. There's a picture on television of this uh, Illinois fan. He just had his head down, and he had his hand, head, hand on his head and just in yep. frustration. I was like, I feel that guy's pain right um, there. Uh, the, this game, Travis, we will forever call it the Waldo game of the year. <laughs> Where's Waldo? As in, where was Matthew Mayer? Yeah. Where did he go? Yeah, well, he was like one Give him another or... monster, or two, <laughs> or three, or four. Yeah. And tell him to play some basketball and not video games. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is why, as I said, you know, you were kind of joking about it last week when that story came out. Mm-hmm. This is why it's a big deal. Yeah. Because it's not like this Illinois team is good. Mm. And you're making bad headlines. Travis, 6 of 21 from 3. Yeah. Penn State was only 8 for 21. But they shot 51% as a and team. And that was from one guy. Yeah, exactly. They so. they shot 51% as a team, though, from the field. Yeah. That's just so fascinating. Every time I hear that statistic, I, I laugh that uh, Illinois is the best uh, team in the Big Ten in two point percentage but uh, they're one of the worst with uh three point percentage and they fall in love with it and you look at the starters uh, from last night travis oh for two coleman hawkins oh for five matthew mayer from three two for seven yeah. for shannon jr none of them 
You yeah. were feeling it last night. Yeah, Meyer was not feeling it on Sunday against uh, Purdue, yeah. and, and then it just carried over into this game as well. Didn't even make a single one after, what, like one for 10 or one for 11 against Purdue. But you were feeling okay because we we came back and made a game of that Purdue game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. you were going into the Purdue game expecting to lose by 10-plus. Right. And the fact you made a game out of it kind of gave the Illini like, oh, well, maybe okay. we are better. Maybe we are kind of figuring it out. And then you come out here and lay a dump on Penn State mm-hmm. and just absolutely don't show up. There's nothing yeah. more than that. Yeah. You got out-rebounded by Purdue or by Penn State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What more needs to be said? <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, I thought that the game was changing close to a halftime. We made it a one-point game after they had a pretty decent lead uh, there. And then they started off the second half okay, but then Penn State goes on another run, and they started extending it out. And I think it ended up being six points. And I was like, well, this game's over. Yeah. But uh, And sure enough, it ended up being as uh, Andrew Funk Goes off for 20 points again. I think he did that in the one of the mm-hmm. previous matchups. I can't remember in which one, but uh, he was a six for nine uh, from beyond the arc, and actually that was all the field goals that he uh, shot. And so, like I said, Penn State eight for 21 as a team, and Funk made six of them yep. there. So uh, goes off for a 20. We held Jalen Pickett in check this time around. Mm-hmm. He only had 12 compared to like the 30 that he had at career high in one of the games. So and 61 total points for him in the two matchups. But we held him in check, but we just couldn't uh, just couldn't find funk. We were in a funk. We, we sure are. were. Yeah. And they took advantage of our funk. And yeah. Travis, I am so glad that we only have to talk about this pitiful Illinois team for one more week. <laughs> one more week, yep. Because they are. They are a bad team they they this is not this is not a coach underwood team yeah we've talked about it all season and as we've said you keep talking about the same things Mm -hmm. over and over and it's not improving not even getting fixed it's not improving no you might as well have put cotton balls in the players' ears from the start of November because that's what it feels like as a fan watching. Coach yeah. Underwood can yell and scream at the top of his lungs. None of his players are listening. Mm-hmm. They've tuned him out. Okay, yeah. He has – I said it back in December after bragging rights. Travis, he has lost this team. Yeah, I mean – Definitely when, you know, I would think that he sees that the three-pointers aren't working. He knows that uh, we're a better two-point team and percentage-wise, but uh, this team just doesn't want to listen, like you said, and just jacks up threes uh, like nobody's business. And uh, it's just frustrating because this team has all the talent in the world, but uh, they just can't put it together uh, out there on the floor and – I guess that just goes to show you what the the team is. Uh, Danger, not very efficient from the field last night. I thought that he was going to have a decent game with the start that he had, but he ended up with 13 points, but uh, five for eight from the free throw line. Mm. Just uh, another uh, frustrating frustrating game, frustrating loss. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
one thing that Epps, he was in the concussion protocol on Monday. He did end up getting in the game for a little bit. Only played a couple minutes, yeah. but uh, at least he w- was in there, and he did make a three-pointer. But uh, that was all the action that we saw from him. But now, luckily, he has a lot of time to rest up yep. before the uh, tournament begins well, uh, next week. And, and now the Illini will just sit in Champaign and – See where they fall. Well, as of Joe Lenardi this morning, Illinois pencil in is a nine. Mm. A nine in the east uh, with Arkansas as their eight and Houston as the one. Mm. Yeah. It seems like we've kind of been on that, mm-hmm. stuck on that eight, mm-hmm. nine, and it was just a matter of who we were going to get uh, matched up with or in also, whose quadrant that we were going to get matched up with. Also something to keep an eye on, Travis, and that is, um, you know, other teams in that, that east – include Duke, Kansas State, Kentucky. Um, but one of the teams is the 11th seed, which is Penn State, is the 11th seed in that quadrant. If Penn State goes on a run, they could knock Illinois down, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And Considering they're in the same area right yeah. now, they're both penciling in that east. One's an 11, one's a 9. If you're telling me Penn State doesn't make it, if they were to make it to the championship game, I'm not saying win it, but make it, Mm-hmm. That knocked the Illini down a couple. I, I would yeah. think. Yeah, that might. At least, at least one. Mm-hmm. You'd think Penn State would move up from eleven. Yeah, I would definitely think if they got to the championship, then you'd have uh, to. You'd have yeah, to they would up. be. They would get bumped up uh, a little bit, but uh, they advance in. They'll take on uh, Northwestern uh, later on uh, today. They're already off and going in the uh, tournament as Rutgers and uh, Purdue have already uh, tipped off, and uh, Rutgers currently having the uh, lead. And uh, this was upset city the entire way for the Big Ten, except for Maryland, who beat Minnesota last night. But upsets aplenty as Rutgers. They beat Michigan, not them to the NIT mm-hmm. as it doesn't seem as fun anymore to uh, dog on Michigan when we can't even win our game that's right as well but at least we're going to the tournament so that that's one thing and they can just have fun in the NIT there for the Wolverines and we talked about you know hey Patrick Ewing should go from the uh, Georgetown is it time to look at if Juan Howard's a good coach if he should be gone from Michigan he should. Is that out of the realm of possibility? I don't think so. So they should uh, we'll look at that. We'll dive into more of that in the pod. Yeah. Ohio State beat Iowa 73-69 before the Illini game. And like I said, Maryland taking care of business against Minnesota. But that was the only upset that hap- that didn't happen yesterday and in I'll the Big Ten tournament. say this, Travis. Entering this week, Penn State was one of the last four in. Hmm. Rutgers currently one of the last four in. These are two teams that have something to play for. Yeah. And they're playing like it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Illinois, who just feels right now complacent. Yeah. There is no hunger in that team. No. The fire we saw earlier this year against UCLA and against Texas, and, you know, when they looked like a top 25 team, is not there. Yeah. Yeah, that's just again. That's just that's a distant so, memory. It's just what's so frustrating is that we play so well against you know teams like UCLA early in the year and Texas, and then uh, we can't beat Penn State. And here's that's just what's so frustrating about it. Here's the thing, Travis, and you know you said it earlier in this segment about the talent is there. Yes, individually these players are all very talented, 
mm-hmm. but they are not a good team. Yeah, just can't put it all together. They cannot play well as a team right now. Mm. Mm. You know, Mm-mm-mm. a good team, you have, you know, what my weakness is is your strength. What your strength is is yeah. my, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, you make that's, everyone better. That's not the point. That's not the case now. No one's making anyone better on that Illini team. Yeah. They're all just stagnant, and they're all sitting around shooting threes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And man, that's it's... not going to get you a win. Nope. So – before we close out of this segment, Travis, I know you want to, but I can't close out of it without asking you, Travis, you said after bragging rights, mark my words, write this down. Illinois will be playing in the second weekend. Travis, after being bumped in the first round by Penn State, who we couldn't beat all year, had three shots at it, couldn't beat them either any time. How are you feeling about being in the second weekend? Uh I'm uh that it looks not like we're required to knock out number one Houston to make happen. Yeah. I know, but wouldn't that be just so Illinois this year to lay an egg in the Big Ten tournament and then go on a run and win a couple of games in the big dance? Travis, all right, I could one game I'd be okay with. Yeah. You take on Houston. <laughs> Travis, that's gonna be a mercy killing. Yeah, it's probably not going to be a lot of fun. It would not be fun. I'm talking 15-plus points. Mm, yeah. Uh, out of 100, my confidence level is kind of like 5%. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> You're the Sitting biggest Illini fan I know. That's I know. why I had to ask you. You're wearing the hat of Big Ten Tournament Champ. Yeah, and I did that. I did that intentionally today. And it's just, yep. this isn't the year. No. You can mark it down. We made the tournament. Check. Mm-hmm. It's not because of what you did yeah. lately. Yep. Another 20-win season for uh, Coach Underwood, Check. but probably uh, an early exit in the big dance. But I guess we'll just have to see where, where we fall and who number one seed that we get stuck in who's going to be our matchup. Is Coach Underwood frustrated enough to leave? Hmm. Yeah, that's a big question. I thought they signed an extension, but maybe that doesn't he mean did. anything. But, I mean, but everyone can get bought out. Right. If they want to go. Yeah. Right. Is this season and the way it has played out? Again, we still don't know why. Sky Clark? Left. Still mm. haven't heard anything on that. He just He's part of the team, but he's no longer with us. Yeah. He's still on social media putting up highlights and the stuff. The Matthew Mayer monster issue yeah the fact that this team cannot beat good teams now can't even beat mediocre teams now Mm -hmm. we've talked about it they haven't played a full game of basketball i think since the beginning of december Mm -hmm. yeah if i'm coach underwood am i saying is this what i'm looking at because you look at who's coming in there's no big names coming in for the illini right now Recruiting yeah. wise, no, definitely. There's not an IO out there. There's not a Kofi out there, and those are once in a million players. I understand that, mm-hmm. but to be considered an elite program or even just the best of the Big Ten, you have to get those players every one to two years. Yeah, they're not there for the Illini. Yeah, I mean, even last season we were hearing some rumblings about you know Sky Clark and his you know five stars that yep. was coming here, Ty Rogers, Epps, uh, they were all high high star recruits, yep. but not really hearing anything. And maybe I'm just not uh, 
not really recalling right now off the top of my head, but yeah, uh, yeah. and who knows? We we're still it could be a factor with the portal as well with but landing two of the biggest ones with Shannon and Meyer. After this year, though, yeah, and seeing how that has worked out, is that the route you want to go? Yeah, I mean, they've been two of your better players. I understand yeah. that. I've been. But is it because they're putting up the most shots of anyone else and putting up five threes a game and making none or putting up four? You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the Detroit Mercy thing all over again. When you're making, you know, when you're putting up two thirds of the shot that the whole team makes, you're going to get a lot of points. (laughs) Yeah, I I just it makes me wonder. And we've talked about it. And I know you kind of brushed me off before, but I will say it again. I still feel the loss of those coaches, those assistant coaches who helped with recruiting is going to start taking effect, and it starts this season for the Illini. The recruiting has not been as good as it was getting Io, getting Trent Frazier, getting Kofi. Those players are not looking at the Illini right now. I mean, yeah, I just I, I just disagree with you on, on that, like, uh, Fra- Chester Frazier has done uh, well. Uh, Tim Anderson's done uh, well getting these guys to, to come here, like Shannon and Meyer and uh, Clark and Epps and Rogers. But Clark those is gone. Guys. They I know. can't use him. Well, he's still got them to come here for a little while. So those guys are still pulling in decent recruits as well. So I, I'm going to disagree with you on that. they're not to the basketball court. Yeah. Some of them haven't. So most of them have it. Yeah. But it's still not as bad as as I think that you make it out to be. And like you said, you know, Io and Kofi are like they're once in a generation talents for us and once in a generation recruits uh for us. They just don't grow on trees uh there, so you're not gonna have that, uh, unfortunately. But uh again, stress free weekend uh, coming up. Don't have to worry Stephen about a, it. the Illini are trash. Trash. <laughs> the Knicks are better than the Illini. Of course they are. They're an by, NBA team. By the way, just pointing that. Well, but yes, they're the Knicks, Travis. That's the point. Pointing this out, uh, <laughs> Rutgers up 10 against Purdue up right now. Up 10. How 17-7. about it? Wow. And uh, we're up 10 uh, running past this segment as Sorry. Uh, we need to take a break. And we need to take our first break. And we'll return and talk about the uh, state tournament up in uh, Champaign. We'll uh, talk about how Tuscola and Tatopoulos did yesterday and uh, last night coming up here on the Star Lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Let's talk about how to help your engine run smoother and last longer. Let's talk about Seafoam. Dust and Sun Auto Supplies carries the full line of Seafoam products, including Seafoam motor treatment, fuel injector cleaner, and Transtune. Seafoam has been around for over 70 years and is one of the most trusted treatments for all engines. Stop in any Dust and Sun Auto Supply store and ask any of our knowledgeable staff which Seafoam treatment is best for your vehicle. Seafoam. 
the tune-up in a can. Neemerg's new seafood entrees have been a big hit the past couple of weeks. Crab ragoon, garlic grilled shrimp, salmon patties, fish and chips, and our seafood platter have been leaving customers glad they chose Neemerg's to dine at on Friday nights. These items and everything on our menu are available both here in the restaurant or for pickup in our convenient pickup window. Neemerg staff is continuing our focus on providing quality value-packed meals with exceptional service. I'll see you at Neemerg's. So delicious, always special, Neemerg's Steakhouse. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Chicago Alderman George Card- Cardenas, whatever, believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the Bears in the Windy City. The starting lineup. What was that Chicago Bears guy name there? Like, ah, who cares? George Card- Cardenas. Cardenas. I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes, the it's only, only George that matters. Only one that matters. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Here on 98.9, the game ESPN Radio. Talked a lot about Illinois there in that first segment. We'll talk about college basketball coming up here in a little bit. But uh, let's take a look at what happened in the uh, state tournament there in Champaign. As, uh, the State Farm Center was the uh, locale in uh, Tuscola and Topolis up there as unfortunately uh, Tuscola falling in the uh, first game against uh, Scales Mound as uh, Scales Mound ended up winning 42-27 uh, in uh, the uh, first game of the day for uh, Tuscola and uh, so they got bounced to uh, the uh, third place game there so it was a low scoring affair for uh, the uh, Warriors but they actually had uh, the two point lead after one quarter they led seven to five and uh, they played even basketball in the second quarter as it was 15 to 13 with Tuscola in the lead and I love how the IHSA has these in-depth statistics for all the state final games mm-hmm. and uh, Tuscola actually led in this game for quite a bit 12 minutes 17 seconds so uh, they played uh, pretty well in the first half but then it kind of all 
got away from them there in the second half as they're outscored in the third quarter, 14 to four and 13 to eight in the final quarter to have it be a 40 to 27 uh, final as uh, Sweet Nam led the way for the Warriors. He had eight points. Jordan Quinn he had seven, and I thought I heard that uh, Jordan's brother Jalen Quinn was in attendance yesterday uh, for for that game to watch his brother nice. do the magic after Loyola Chicago was bounced early in their uh, conference tournament. Uh, but it just seemed like it was tough shooting there in the second half for Tuscola as uh, they end up falling against a scales mound in their first game of the day. Yeah. Tough. Uh, must be something about that state farm center and teams. We like to root for Travis, just yeah. uh, eight for 40, shoot. eight for 40 from the field. Yep. Can't shoot for Tuscola. So, uh, they uh, fell in their first game of the day, and that meant they fell to the third-place game later on in the evening. And it was a lot better the shooting uh, this time around as uh, they ended up winning over Cornerstone Christian. 69-246 was the uh, final, and uh, Sweet Nam led the way. He had 19 uh, points in this one, including 3 for 8 from beyond the arc. 28 made shots this time around for Tuscola. He also had... Uh, Four total players in a double figures. Uh, Chris Boyd, he had 17 points. Jordan Quinn had 13. And Parker James had 10 there in the game. As Tuscola actually put up 20 points in the first quarter. And then they led 32-19 to at the half. And they just carried that on and had a strong fourth quarter as well. So a lot better performance in the second game of the day for Tuscola. So uh, they will bring home a third place trophy Mm -hmm. back to town, back to Tuscola there. So uh, not the trophy that you wanted, but, hey, third place is still uh, pretty darn good. And uh, 69 points, much better uh, in the second game uh, for Tuscola. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely turned it around there in that uh, second game. And congratulations on the Warriors. And so uh, they uh, took home third place in a 1A and uh, Totopolis was the other team there, and uh, they were just like uh, Tuscola as they had a tough time in the uh, first game for Totopolis as they fell to DePaul College Prep 45-17, to and it was a low scoring uh, throughout. Uh, DePaul had the 10-6 to lead after one quarter, then in the second they had 19-11 to lead at halftime, and uh, then uh, Topless had a tough going there in the fourth quarter. They didn't score a single point for the uh, shoes. As it seemed like uh, DePaul was kind of holding the ball uh, a little bit, and uh, James Nieberg, he led the way for the shoes. He had eight eight points in uh, this one, and it uh, looked like uh, they were trying to take Caleb Seymour out of the game, and hey, All-Stater making the All-State team there, and they kind of took him out of the game in the uh, first game. So, uh, Totopoulos, again, uh, they were only 8 for 30, eight for 32 uh, from the field uh, in this one, including no made three-pointers. They were 0 for 9 from beyond the arc mm-hmm. in their uh, in their first game uh, there against the Paul College Prep. So it sounded like that or it looked like that they uh, were a pretty good uh, ball club uh, there. So uh, they have a pretty good shot at winning 
winning the whole thing yep. uh, here. Is, uh, they also threw down a couple of dunks uh, as well oh, nice. in this one. So, nice, nice, nice. Uh, but Topolis falling in their first game, and they slid to the third-place game. And just like Tuscola, a lot better performance in the uh, nightcap as it was late night there for the Warriors and the Shoes as Topolis ended up picking up the win in the third-place game against Rockridge, 52-43 to in uh, this one. Uh, Seamer, a lot better game uh, for him in the second game, 21 uh, points for him in this one. And uh, I think he had 11 rebounds as well. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Good night. Double-double for for, night. for the All-Stater. And uh, Brendan Niebuhr, he also was in double figures. He had 10 points for Topless as uh, Rockridge actually had the uh, one-point lead after one, but then uh, T-Town got it going in the second quarter, and they had a strong third quarter as well and ended up making 19 of 45 from the field, and they actually made eight three-pointers in the second game of the night. So, uh, shoes. Long time coming. Long time since they were there in the state tournament, and they uh, come home, and they bring home third place for the Topolis yesterday. Absolutely, and uh, great job getting third place. I know it was a long day and a long night there for the Topolis yeah. faithful, but uh, a great job, and uh, definitely third in the state is nothing to sh- hang your head about. Yeah, and I know that in the first game there was a strong contingent there of uh, Shoes fans. I don't know how many people were left in the town of Tatopolis there in the uh, afternoon, but uh, I didn't see how big the crowd was for the uh, uh, night session uh, there. But, uh, again, third place is really outstanding uh, for both Tuscola and Tatopolis, and they're actually uh, going to have a, a welcome home for the uh, Shoes on Sunday at 2 o'clock, and they're going to make a trip around town, and they're going to uh, gather in the uh, gymnasium uh, there and have some cake and punch. They do know how to throw a celebration there. They do have a lot of practice uh, with that with the uh, junior high. Always uh, seem to be doing good things. So a lot of practice, but uh, welcome home ceremony will be there in T-Town on a Sunday uh, if you want to come out and uh, support the third place yep. wooden shoes. Uh, there and uh, celebrate them one more time with a little parade around town and then have some cake uh, as well. So uh, that will be on a Sunday. We did have some eighth grade of volleyball regionals that took place uh, last night in the championship at, uh, let's see, in uh, Class 2A. We had Paris Crestwood over Hudsonville in two sets, 25-17, 25-13. San Elmo Regional Championship saw Stu Straws over Central A&M in three sets. A&M actually won the first set, 25-21, then won the second. Uh, but uh, Stu Straws won the second set, 25-18, and 25-21 for the third and decisive set. Uh, Sullivan Regional Championship went to Arthur as they defeated Shelbyville, 25-21, a 26-24 there. And we do have some uh, seventh grade uh, volleyball at uh, State, as Eric was mentioning there uh, we got Sigal St. Michael there in the state finals against uh, Clinton or at Clinton there against Lincoln Way or Lincoln West Lincoln Broadwell there in the 1A state uh, tournament and also you got uh, Stu Strauss in the seventh grade as that's going to be at Brimfield and they're going to be against the Springfield of Blessed Sacrament there and in the uh, 3A state tournament in Warrensburg, it's Tatopolis going up against Lockport, Kelvin Grove. They're in a seventh grade of volleyball state, so uh, good luck to all of them 
there at the seventh grade level in the state. And then uh, we got spring training baseball coming yeah. up this weekend as well. And it's got the Cardinals against the uh, Mets, and that's going to be on today, actually. Today. 444, 455. Yeah, 455 right here on 989. And on Saturday, they're against the Astros at 11:55, and also same time 11:55 on Sunday against the uh, Nationals right here on 98.9. And we also got a high school track meet yes, as well. The Apollo, Apollo Conference meet uh, in Mount Zion there for the Apollo teams. A little teams. cold to be running. But. A little chilly, yeah. A little, uh, little chilly. And then we got baseball start, baseball and softball starting next week yep, as well. Monday and Tuesday. Be a little chilly to uh, start mm-hmm. the season. I always think that's kind of weird in the uh, fall teams that participate there like the ntc teams it's kind of cold it's kind of cold to end the season but it's warm at the beginning right and then now in the it's spring cold to start and it will end yeah warm. yeah yeah it's kind of uh weird how that works out but i don't get it hey i mean just uh participate and yep. get through the conference season there yep. for baseball uh, at least this so uh, that'll be starting next week, and again, that welcome home on Sunday for Topless as well in a spring training baseball right here on 98.9 because the Illini are bounced. We're done. So we will have an Illini game next week. Yep. Stay at tuned some to the point. website for that. Yep, the website, and uh, uh, stay tuned for your brackets as well on Sunday as well. All right, uh, let's uh, talk about more college basketball, and let's focus more on the uh, Power 5 conference tournaments other than the uh, Big Ten uh, tournament going on, and that's what we're taking a look at coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Once upon a time, the day came when the first guy announced he'd lost 100 pounds on Plan Z. We got so excited, we threw a big party. Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. What a night that was. So every year around this time, I throw another kind of party, a customer appreciation sale. We do this kind of sale to thank the thousands who have dieted with Plan Z. We also do it to welcome in new dieters, so take advantage of it. This is the perfect time of year to do Plan Z. Do you know that if you start Plan Z by April 9th, you'll be finished with losing in time for Memorial Day? That's right. The time flies and you're ready for shorts. Be ready for summer. Get special pricing now. Keep these things in mind, too. Plan Z is guaranteed to work. And with my ZR50 Crave Control Spray, you're going to diet comfortably. No more headaches, crabbiness, and hunger when you diet. No exercise, either. 
The food you'll eat is real too. Nothing from a box, no magic shakes. During the sale, you'll get sizable savings. And if you're feeling a little too sizable yourself, right now is the time. PlanZDiet.com. And now, Eric Fry, Sports Center update. Former Indianapolis Colts linebacker Gary Brackett, the owner of the Stacked Pickle Sports Bar chain, has filed for bankruptcy protection. In the filing, all 10 of uh, Brackett's Stacked Pickle locations in Indiana and Ohio were forced to close after the pandemic. Brackett played for the Colts for his entire pro career from 2003 to 2011. He helped the team win Super Bowl 41 against the Chicago Bears. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup, starting off with the Stacked Pickle. The Stacked Pickle. How about yes. that? I've not been there. And I can't I, I can't go now. I've not heard of it, yeah. I, mean, I guess well, we can't go now. Nope, you'll never find out about I'll it. You'll never know. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports and Update. The Blues scored a pair of third-period goals to beat the Sharks 4-2 at the Enterprise Center. The win snaps St. Louis's two-game losing streak. They are still in sixth place in Central Division with 61 points, and they visit Columbus tomorrow night. The Cardinals scored three runs in the bottom of the eighth inning to beat Team Nicaragua 6-4 in spring training yesterday, further proving why the World Baseball Classic is a sham. St. Louis City SC will try to stay undefeated when they take on the Portland Timbers at Providence Park tomorrow night. City has two wins in its first two MLS matches, including a 3-1 victory against Charlotte last Saturday. St. Louis is tied for first place in the Western Conference with six points. If you want to watch it, the game begins at 9.30 p.m. Bulls point guard Lonzo Ball remains nowhere close to returning to the team. In fact, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting the ball could have a third surgery on his knee in the coming weeks. Ball tore his meniscus on his knee back in January 2022. Two surgeries later, he still hasn't sniffed the floor for the Bulls. If he opts for another procedure, it would be his third in 14 months. Ball averaged 13 points and 5.1 assists with Chicago last season. Meanwhile, the Bulls are preparing for their game against Houston tomorrow. The Blackhawks try to get back in the win column when they visit the Panthers on in Florida tonight. The Blackhawks coming off 4-3 loss to the Red Wings on Wednesday. And finally, a big sixth inning scored by the Cubs. Got them an 8-6 win over the Cincinnati Reds in spring training yesterday. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits today. By the way, just to show, um, like like we said, the Cardinals beat Team Nicaragua, but Colombia did defeat the White Sox. So uh-huh. one World World Baseball Classic team can beat an MLB team. There you go. It just took the White Sox. <laughs> there you go. So. Victory over the White Sox. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, that was such a un- unexpected uh, conversation uh, yesterday with the on <laughs> baseball classic. Yes, deep into the pod yesterday. All right, so uh, we start off with uh, college basketball. So uh, let's keep it going uh, with the March Madness here and upon us. As uh, let's just start out in the ACC as uh, Virginia they took care of business against North Carolina, sixty-eight to uh, fifty-nine over the Tar Heels. Uh, the Hurricanes of Miami, they won by two over Wake Forest. The Wake really gave them a game in the second half. 74-72, Miami on two of the semifinals. Uh, Duke scoring off, or Duke beat Pitt, 96-69. to uh, 69. And Clemson all over NC State, 80-54 to uh, 54 yesterday. And we got the uh, semifinals. Uh, they will be uh, tonight as Duke will score off against uh, Miami. Clemson will be against uh, Virginia 
in the uh, semifinals and the championship, of course, on Saturday for the ACC. And my pick still looking good, and I hate cheering for Duke, but I know. I'm gonna do it for my pick because I picked Virginia and Duke in the championship. So, well, we'll see. Going for. We'll see how it works out. We'll see how the ACC. And we'll see if Miami will uh, get upset tonight. Uh, yesterday in the uh, Big 12 at Kansas without Bill Self, they still had no problems with uh, West Virginia. Uh, 78-61 was the uh, final there. Texas also took care of business against Oklahoma State, 61-67. Baylor did not take care of business as they got upended by Iowa State, 78-72. And TCU all over Kansas State, 80 to uh, 67 there in the uh, quarterfinals, the semifinals uh, later on uh, tonight as Iowa State will be against Kansas and uh, TCU. We matched up against Texas as well. I think my pick's still going strong. Kansas and uh, Texas. Um, let's see. I already told you about the uh, Big Ten uh, last night and uh, how is Rutgers doing. Purdue's making it a little bit closer as it's looking to in the first half there as uh, Rutgers had a 10-point lead. Well, now it's down to three. Yeah. So 22 yeah. to 19. Not going well. No. Uh, later on, Ohio State matched up with Michigan State, Penn State against Northwestern, and Maryland against Indiana this evening. And, of course, it will all culminate on a Sunday's championship game before Selection Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Pac-12, UCLA, they took care of business against Colorado, 80-69, to a 69 as they pulled away there in the second half. It was pretty close. In the first half, actually, Colorado had the one-point lead at the half, mm-hmm. but uh, Bruins got to uh, together. Being without their uh, lead defense guy, yeah. so that'll be something to watch throughout this tournament. Yeah. As Arizona, they uh, 84, getting the win over Stanford. Oregon won over Washington State, 75-70. And Arizona State, they upset USC, 77-72. So uh, they advance on. And uh, semifinals uh, tonight, Oregon against UCLA and Arizona State against Arizona tonight to finish off the night there at 10.30 on ESPN. Hey, it's a Friday. You can stay up late. Uh, the SEC from yesterday at Tennessee, they beat Ole Miss 70-55. to Mississippi State, good for that. Better that put money on Mississippi yep. State winning 69-68. They win in OT over the Gators. Arkansas over Auburn, 76-73. And Vanderbilt over LSU, 77-68. Wasn't LSU good at one point? They were, but... What happened? uh, I don't know. Okay. As long as neither of us know. uh, Our former... I don't know how much he played this season. I think he played a lot. Andrew Miller. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was an Illini. Yep, and a transfer to LSU. Uh, we got Mississippi State coming up here in a little bit against Alabama, Tennessee against Missouri, Arkansas against Texas A&M, and Vanderbilt against Kentucky at 8 o'clock tonight there in Nashville. And these will culminate in the championship on Sunday as well. And, of course, Sunday, Selection Sunday coming up for you this weekend yep so uh, everyone will be uh, tuned in to uh, that and, and get your brackets ready get your brackets printed on monday and uh, fill them out 
Uh, so I think we're going to have a bracket yep. challenge, are we not? Yep, tournament challenge over on uh, ESPN. We'll have the links for it up on our website, fgmradio.com. And we'll definitely tell you more about that on Monday mm-hmm. uh, for sure when those open up. And then I think on Wednesday's show we will announce kind of our we'll, – we'll take a segment, it may be in the pod, of mm-hmm. going through our brackets. Okay. All right, so we'll, we'll do that. And, and then coming up in the uh, pod as well, we got the snake draft for March Madness, the least and most deserving teams uh, for the national champions. So uh, we'll do that in the uh, podcast. But right now we got to take our final break, and we'll close out talking about uh, some national sports, NBA, NHL. We'll try to squeeze in what we can here in the last segment coming up here on the starting lineup to close it out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. ABC News, I'm Andy Field. The monthly jobs report from February showing hiring remained robust with 311,000 jobs added. Unemployment rate ticked up. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Now's the time for saving some green at Eubinger's Furniture Company. For a very limited time, and while in-stock supplies last, save big on selected items in every department. Recliners now start at just $2.99. Sofa and loveseat sets start at just $8.99. Eubinger's even have queen mattresses starting at the crazy low price of just $3.99. We've slashed prices on so many items, there's too numerous to mention. Just hurry out and see everything at the saving of the green sale, only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are worth a drive. Highway 50 East, Flora. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select sleek XPS laptops and more powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. And now, Eric Price Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the Week 6 win over the Titan, te- 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 Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the uh, Sports Center read. What they, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division. Titans, Titans, Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Welcome back in 
the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for a little bit longer. Close out uh, talking about the NBA and NHL from last night. Get you set for the weekend action. Last night in the association, the Hornets, uh, they beat the Pistons by 10, 113 to 103. And the Pacers won an OT over the Rockets. High-scoring affair, obviously an OT, 134 to 125. Indiana victory. Halliburton had 29 points and 19 assists. Yeah, career high in assists for him. Wow. 19 dimes for Halliburton leading the way to uh, Pacers victory. Uh, the Jazz, uh, they beat uh, the Magic 131 to 124. No overtime needed there as Marketing made the clutch basket. 31 points. He would still be nice in a Bulls uniform right now, right? Or you think he would still be doing it in Chicago? Like no. Like he's been doing it in Utah? Uh, he couldn't do what he's, he's doing been, in Utah and Chicago. Yeah, he's been doing really well. Yeah, I'm really proud of him, too. Like, I'm, 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 you know, he's one of those players that you you hated losing, but you needed to. Yeah. For him and for you, I think he just got stagnant in Chicago, and he got tired of hearing all the, you know, the negativity. Yeah, it was you a know? lot. So, uh, good for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Bucks they beat the uh, Nets one eighteen to a one or one eighteen to one thirteen. Brooke Lopez almost went uh, triple double with blocks, twenty four points, ten boards, and nine blocks. A lot of blocks. That's crazy. So. Uh, just uh, swatting down shots left and right. Uh, the Grizzlies, they did beat the Warriors last night, a 131, a 210. We almost had a dust up as uh, Dylan Brooks and Draymond were going back and forth, and Draymond on his podcast was saying stuff, and uh, Brooks got right in Draymond's face there after a layup and kind of was trying to bait him into something. But that was it, really. Meet the bad boy Grizzlies, Travis. Yeah. With everything going on. There is no NBA team right now that reminds me of the Bad Boy Pistons as much as the Memphis Grizzlies right now. Mm. Yeah. They don't mind being the bad guys. No. No, that's for sure. And uh, Grizzlies end up getting the dub over the Warriors. So uh, Steph Curry had 29 points, but not good enough to beat the Grizzlies without John Morant even. Yep. So... Uh, the Kings also would beat the Knicks, one twenty-two to one seventeen. That's so, playoff-bound Kings. Yeah, uh, I know they're like the second or third seed right now. Yep. Uh, Sabonis, Quietly. yeah, Sabonis triple-double, twenty-four points, thirteen rebounds, ten assists for the big fella there. Uh, games going on uh, tonight. Uh, let's see here. We got the Cavs against the Heat again. Uh, Trailblazers, 76ers, uh, Nuggets, Spurs, Raptors, and Lakers. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saturday, I know that there's a marquee matchup with the uh, Warriors going on with the Bucks at 7.30 on ABC. Uh, you also got the Kings and the uh, Suns uh, going at it. And, of course, the uh, Suns that came out. That uh, Durant looks like he's going to be out two to three weeks mm-hmm. with that ankle. Uh, injury after he was evaluated yesterday after being uh, slipping in warm-ups, but it's going to cost them two to three weeks. And by the way, Travis, just wanted to point out that we already have three teams eliminated from playoff contention in the NBA. We do? Yeah. Hmm. The Spurs, Rockets, and Pistons. Wow. None of them have gotten to 20 wins yet this season. Oof. Yikes. 
Uh, also on a Saturday, you got the Knicks against the Clippers, uh, Celtics, Hawks, Bulls in Houston to take on the Rockets. Hey, maybe a win for the Bulls. Yeah, Mavs against the uh, Grizzlies uh, as well. So some pretty decent matchups out there on a Saturday. On a Sunday, uh, let's see, any decent ones out there? Not really. I mean, Knicks and Lakers with the rivalry, I guess, with or the two uh, – Media markets, I guess. I don't know, Travis, but uh, I'm really thoroughly disappointed. The Lakers are currently in the playoffs. They're in the playing game, and I'm not a fan of it. So if the Knicks could please beat the Lakers to knock them back down, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Five teams Rick. within a game of each other for those final two spots in the play-in. Hmm. Yeah. Getting... Lakers, Pelicans, Jazz, Thunder, and Blazers. The uh, race is getting uh, pretty tight there for the playing game. Lakers games. have won seven of their last ten. Yeah, Ugh. everyone thought that they were going to slip a little I bit. I wanted them to slip a with, little bit. Uh, with LeBron, LeBron being out. Most important games of his career. <laughs> That's right. Uh, last night in the NHL, uh, the Hurricanes, they shut out the Flyers in a hockey game one to nothing. One goal in the first period, and that's it for the entire game. Uh, Rangers won in a shootout four to three. Islanders won an OT over the Penguins four to three. Also in overtime, also a four to three game. Golden Knights beat the Lightning four to three. Devils in a shootout win against the Capitals three to two. Uh, Edmonton comes back as they were trailing two to nothing in the first period, but they end up winning a three to two in this one. Uh, Nurse gets the go-ahead goal for Edmonton. Hey, the Blues actually won one against the Sharks in those old-school retro uniforms, four to two for St. Louis last night. Kings over the Avalanche, five to two. Senators beat the Kraken, five to four. And then in the game of the night, well, not really the game of the night, but you don't see this very often in hockey. Stars had 10, 10 to four over Buffalo. Scored five goals in the third period. I hope you had the over. <laughs> yeah, fourteen goals. That's nuts. That's a lot of goals. One one game, and fans treated to goals left and right. Ten. Spot for Dallas last night, and I don't think anyone, no one even had a hat trick or anything. Wow. I don't think. I would think that would be our top. Nope. No one had a hat trick or anything, so no. Uh, games going on tonight, only two games Blackhawks, Panthers, Ducks, Flames tonight. Uh, Red Wings against the Bruins on ABC at noon. Also, right after that, Flyers and Penguins. Uh, Rangers going up against the uh, Sabres, battle for New York there. Uh, Vegas against Carolina. Blues are in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. Uh, Blackhawks are in Tampa to take on the Lightning. And you got Edmonton squaring off against uh, Toronto there. And, again, another matchup with Connor McDavid versus Austin Matthews there. And I think that's really all the marquee matchups. Stars against the Kraken on Saturday as well. It's pretty Decent matchup uh, there. Then the uh, Bruins will also be on Sunday against the uh, Red Wings. Rangers against the uh, Penguins. Those two games will be on TNT there. And the Blues are back home on Sunday against the Knights of Vegas. So uh, that's a look at the uh, NHL for this weekend. And also I thought I heard yesterday that uh, Ryan O'Reilly got traded to Toronto and he was doing pretty decent well uh he's out for the remainder of the season with an injury i uh, got put on the ir there the other day so 
uh, fortunate news to hear about the old captain Ryan O'Reilly, but out for the year with an injury now. All right, so well, we still got more stuff to talk about coming up in the uh, pod. We still got uh, the World Baseball Classic to hit up on a little bit, golf, XFL, NASCAR, NASCAR pick'em, and our snake draft as well coming up Plus in an the Illini pod. Fact. And an interesting Illini fact as well that Eric's going to bust on me here in the uh, pod. So make sure to tune into that. And uh, coming up next is Fitz and Harry. And make sure you tune in to the weekend to uh, Cardinal Spring Training uh, Baseball. And uh, – USA going to be a playing tomorrow night as well, or tonight. I think it's tonight, but we'll take a look at that in the pod. And uh, we'll talk to you again on a Monday, and we'll talk to you in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. Coming up in the pod, we still got a lot to uh, get to here. We got uh, some uh, World Baseball Classic, Golf, XFL, NASCAR, and a NASCAR pick'em, and our Snake Draft as well. March Madness Edition, least deserving national champions and most deserving national or most deserving teams that did not win at all did not win the whole thing aka biggest choke jobs you can kind of look at it like that yeah yeah Yeah. so uh most deserving teams that did not win the uh, championship and uh well spoiler alert we'll see you who picks who uh line i yeah yeah there's a couple you could pick from it is there is more than one Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports or anything you wanted to hit up on? Yeah, the Bears are getting an extra draft pick. The NFL wore the Bears supplemental seventh round pick yesterday because of one of the free agents they lost in the offseason. Uh, the 49ers, they cashed out big. They got seven additional picks, including three extra in the third round. Um, so they now have 11 selections in the draft this year. The Rams, Travis, your Rams got the second most picks with four. That's why you're wearing the Rams sweater today. So. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, Chiefs, and Cowboys also got three picks as well. Um, let's see. The NFL is penalizing the Houston Texans for a salary cap violation. Houston been fined one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars and will forfeit its original fifth-round pick in the draft next month. Violation occurred when the Texans provided former quarterback Deshaun Watson compensation in the form of a membership at an alternative athletic facility in twenty twenty. So hmm. there you go. As you said, Kevin Durant expected to be out two to three. Uh, weeks, but the Dallas Mavericks received some good news about their superstar guard's injured thigh. ESPN is reporting that Luka Doncic received an MRI on his left thigh that revealed no damage. The report also states that Doncic will be able to return to the lineup, quote, as the discomfort allows him, end quote. 24 year will undergo treatment and is not expected to miss significant time. Star player in the Phillies hoping to make his season debut by the All-Star break. Bryce Harper joined his teammates in Clearwater on Thursday for the first time this spring and said he was excited to be around the team again. Harper talked about his goal of making his first regular season appearance by the midseason classic. He said, quote, things can change either way. I could be after, I could be before, but as of right now, that's the date we kind of solidified. Harper went on to say that he and the team aren't going to rush things as he recovers from Tommy John surgery. 
Mm-hmm. And Georgetown is looking for a new head coach. Patrick Ewing will not return as men's basketball coach of the Hoyas next season. Ewing had been the head coach of his alma mater for six years and finishes the 75-109 and 109 record. Ewing coached the Hoyas to the NCAA tournament in 2021 after they won the Big East tournament title, but went winless in conference play the following season. Georgetown lost a Big East record 29 consecutive conference games that began during the 2021 regular season and ended in January. They listened, Travis. They did. That is uh, Sports Center. Now, um, you want me to give you the, oh, Illini? the Illini fact? The too. Illini fact. All right. Yes. I did this. I figured this up, Travis. Are you ready for I this? I saw you over there. You were, yes. you were working on Hard something. Hard at work, pen and paper in hand. Here we go. <laughs> Travis, the Illini finished this year at 20 and 12. Yeah. Well, yeah, the regular season. Regular season, including the tournament loss yesterday. Yeah. Travis, I went through. And I looked at Joe Lenardi's bracketology. And I looked and saw the games the Illini played against teams that are currently in the NCAA tournament and current teams against games that they played against teams that are not in the NCAA tournament. Are you ready for the staggering number? Mm-hmm. Against non-tournament teams, the Illini went 15-1. and one. Mm. Against tournament teams, they went 5-11. and 11. Ooh. That is why the Illini are trash. Because they can't beat good teams. Yeah. Five wins against teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament. Mm. Man. That's not good. No. It's not great. Especially when you think about the Big Ten has the most teams in the tournament. That means, yes, you have 15 wins against non-tournament teams. That means you beat up on Minnesota and you beat up, you know, Ohio State's not projected to be in. Wisconsin's not projected to be in. You beat those teams up. But yeah. teams that are in the tournament, you lost to mm. more often than not. Wow. Tur- teams that are in the tournament that Illinois got wins against. Michigan State once, UCLA once, Texas once, Rutgers once, and Northwestern once. Mm-hmm. Those are the five wins against tournament teams. Yeah. The rest are all losses. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is a staggering number. I think that your number went from five to three and a half with me telling <laughs> yeah. you that number. Yeah, not so confident. Not so confident. Not so confident Uh -uh. entering the weekend about the Illini making the second weekend next week. So they can't be good teams. It's as simple as that. (sighs) Oh boy, yeah. (laughs) Because if you look at the schedule, Travis, every time they started getting like on a losing streak, they would beat somebody. But it would be a Minnesota. Oh, Wisconsin, who at times we thought were good early in the season. They're not going to be in the tournament. They got, they're got they one of the first four out right now. Ohio State, they're not going to make the tournament. We would beat teams that aren't making the tournament. Yeah. So when you talk, you know, one of the things they love when they are, you know, doing the brackets and whatnot is quad one wins. Yeah, you hear a lot about that. We had, don't have a whole lot of quad one wins. No. Yeah, I was just trying to think about that coming in today. What? Wins that we maybe had. UCLA, UCLA, Texas, Texas? North, Northwestern, a quad one win. I haven't really looked at the resume. Uh, I mean, I think it'd be better than Rutgers or Michigan State. So that's the closest you got. Yeah. So you're looking at two quad one wins, maybe. Mm-hmm. Most. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just right off the top of my head, because I don't think that they. 
they look at the notable losses. I don't even know how much the committee puts into losses or, you know, even if they look at, you know, say Virginia, oh, you lost by this much or, you know, Penn State, you lost by this much. They just kind of, they don't look at the final score. I don't think they just look at, oh, hey, you lost to these teams. Right. So here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Team Quadrant win and loss tracker. Illinois. Looking it up right now. Quad. You'll probably get there sooner than I will. Typing with one. The net rankings. Uh, Hey, yeah, we only have two. Yep, yep. That's what I UCLA, Texas. (sighs) But I don't understand. We have quad one losses against all these teams. Two and ten, by the way. But then uh, how is Penn State, or how is the Northwestern win a quad two win, but a quad one loss? Um, quadrant classification system breaks down a team's schedule and results into four quadrants. The purpose of placing greater emphasis on games played on neutral courts and true road environments. The quad score combines the quadrant records for a team using a single metric. So basically, uh, if you're a home team, it has to be a quad one win if you beat a team between one and 30. So because the Northwestern win was at home, they aren't 30th. So therefore, it's a quad two win, not a quad one win. <clears throat> That's dumb. But if it's a neutral win, it can be between one and 50. And if it's a away win, it can be one to 75. So away wins are valued more as a quad one win. That's dumb. Also, the way you win. Uh, quad one wins. Uh, if you win, it's a plus four points, uh, minus one for a loss. So, Yeesh. anyways. We yep. were right. Two quad one wins. Two quad wins. wins. <laughs> Out of 20 wins <laughs> Two on and the ten. season. <laughs> Two and ten record in quad one. And I are <laughs> trash. Uh, the more we're talking about That's it, ugly. Travis, you're, you're agreeing <laughs> with me, aren't you? You're, you're coming to the dark side. I am. It's it's what this team does. Also, uh, just got this in. Uh, John Rahm is re- resigning from the players due to an illness. Uh, the Vikings that. released uh, Adam Thielen after nine seasons. The yeah. Saints have asked uh, uh, Jameis Winston to rework his contract as well. Um, and the Eagles are allowing uh, Slay, the cornerback, to seek a trade. Hmm. Darius Slay. Oh, man. I love on ESPN Vikings release a local legend. Yeah. Dealing. I guess who? he's a local legend there in Minnesota. I mean, I'm a local legend. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I now want that on my headstone whenever I, the di- local time comes, legend, local legend, Eric Fry. The Fry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, John Rahm withdrew and, uh, that was a superstar pairing there at the, uh, players. They had Rahm, Scotty Scheffler and Roy McElroy. McElroy had a 76 in the first day, so not good. Sky Scheffler did hold his end of the bargain, and then uh, Rom obviously withdrew yeah. uh, there. Uh, Chad Ramey, uh, he ended up leading yesterday, uh, but uh, as we recorded now, Mark Har- um, Colin Morikawa has uh, tied it up at the leaderboard uh, up there in his round as it begins round two for the uh, players as well as hey maybe i should listen to a podcast uh more from barstool mark how did say that he found something the magic in his swing mm. corrected something there and well turns out 
He's tied out the leaderboard right now. Yeah. So, man, should have been uh, tuned in more. Uh, all right. So uh, let's move on uh, from uh, that. And, Eric, you can step out of the room if you'd like. Let's talk about the World Baseball Classic uh, that happened yesterday. No, I'll hang around. Uh, okay. So uh, Czech Republic, they got their first dub. And China 0-2 now. Uh, Czech Republic won 8-5, to and uh, Cuba all over Panama as those two teams were battling for their first win, and Cuba picked it up 13-4, 21 hits for Cuba yesterday. And already early this morning, you had Japan. Uh, they got the win over Korea, 13-4. You Darvish picks up the win, and our old buddy from uh, Korea, KK, is... Him and Tommy Edmond reunited there on that team, but uh, couldn't stop Shohei Otani and uh, Team Japan in this one as he was two for three yesterday and an RBI as well. Did he have a home run? No, he did not. That person I'm talking about, of course, is Shohei Otani. Right. Uh, Newbar, two for four yesterday, drove in a run as well for Japan, so... Man, Japan rolled yesterday over Korea, or I guess not yesterday, this morning. Right. Um, let's see here. Uh, the other game was uh, Chinese Taipei getting the win over Italy, 11-7. to uh, China and Australia will be later tonight, and uh, Panama and Italy will be later tonight as well, as I was right the first time. Uh, USA will be tomorrow night. As uh, they will be at 8 o'clock on Fox, if you're wondering. They'll be up against Great Britain with Adam Wainwright on the mound. And the sky's not falling for the U.S. They did beat the Angels. Oh, well. Six I'm to glad. nothing, I think. So, I think. A uh, Shohei-less Angels team. Yeah, but how about that? Mike Trout gets to take on the Angels for the first time. Oh, so they don't have Sh- Otani or Trout. Yeah. Who's on that Angels team? I think, I Travis, know. if you went in there with an A on your shirt, they'd probably let you play. Probably. Yeah, that's probably uh, probably uh. fair. <laughs> so uh, get used to that, seeing uh, Trout against the Angels. Yeah, because hope. I mean, both him and Otani. Yeah, can only hope, right? Uh, action-packed day on uh, Saturday as a ton of teams are in action. Japan, uh, bright and early in the morning, 4 a.m. It's there. not bright at that point, just saying. Just early, I guess. Uh, early. Netherlands, they're against Chinese Taipei at 5 a.m. Uh, you also got Puerto Rico, their first game with uh, Yachty as their uh, skipper. And uh, Marcus Stroman also on the bump for Puerto Rico as he actually switched teams. He was pitching for Team USA in the last World Baseball Classic. What We looked it up in 2017, mm. uh, but uh, switching things up to uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, Mexico, their first game against uh, Colombia. Hilo Urias going on the bump for Mexico. Dominican Republic as well. They're a stacked team, and uh, they're up against Venezuela. Don't sleep on Venezuela. They are pretty stacked uh, as well as, uh, you know, Jose Altuve and uh, that crew. So that should be a really good matchup there on FS1. And then Great Britain, U.S., Czech Republic against Korea. And Chinese Taipei against Cuba as well on a Saturday. And on Sunday, you got Mexico against the U.S. 9 o'clock. 
Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Japan, Australia, Netherlands, Italy, Nicaragua against Israel. Israel don't have a lot of names, firepower, but uh, I think uh, Jock Peterson is on Team Israel. There. Yeah, and uh, Great Britain is up against Canada in Canada's first game there in their pool. And Australia, Czech Republic as well on Sunday as well. And uh, Monday, Monday is the day, Canada versus the U.S. in uh, that one, 9 o'clock at night on Monday, so... Let's look at the uh, WBC and uh, the XFL this weekend. A couple games on a uh, Saturday. Uh, the Roughnecks uh, they're up against the Guardians. It's three and zero against zero and three. The Roughnecks are the three and zero team. Uh, Brahm is against the Sea Dragons at nine o'clock, and uh, both teams are one and two. Vipers is squaring off against the Defenders. That's also a three and zero matchup with DC beating the Battle Hawks last week, and the Vipers are zero and three. But the game at three o'clock is the one to look out for. The Dome opening up, thirty thousand plus will be there for the uh, Battle Hawks home opener there against the Renegades. Both teams are two and one here. Tickets are as low as thirty nine dollars. They, I'm pretty sure they opened up the top bowl there in uh, the dome so it should be uh, quite the atmosphere and maybe a certain uh, sports entertainer or former sports entertainer might be there uh, as well oh really i don't know dwayne johnson might be checking it out he might be in town oh i thought you were gonna say it was another st louis uh staple of the, of the the market and i was gonna ask you to make sure his arm is healed i was gonna say is he still even around i would guess he would be at the vipers game yeah but, oh, know. I was talking the other one. Make sure his arm is healed. Been wearing that cast for a long time, Travis. <laughs> Who are you talking about there? Talking about his dad. Oh, Bob. The cowboy. Cowboy. Uh, yeah, he he always had that r- arm issue. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> Maybe it's finally healed. Maybe. I don't know, Bob. Uh, yeah, it should be uh, fun. What about our very own Travis Sparks? I did not get tickets for this one, oh. so unless I find some last minute, unless I just decide to go on a whim, I will not be there. Oh, will not that's be disappointing. Not making an appearance uh, this year, at least in this game. But it's rather disappointing. I'm kind of upset now. Unless, uh, unless you want to go. You want to go? No, I'm going to be in Champaign tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. It's on Sunday. What are you doing Sunday? Recovering. <laughs> I'm old now, Travis. It's going to take you a day to recover. When I have to recover with three kids, yes. Mm. I'll drive. You can you can sleep in the passenger <laughs> seat on the way back home. I know you, you can't got sleep in cars anymore. I know you got uh, an early start to your day yep. on Mondays, but uh. All right. Well, it still should be a I appreciate the offer. Cool atmosphere there at the dome, so we'll check it out. All right, so first, before we get to our uh, snake draft, let's get to a NASCAR and NASCAR pick 'em this week. Uh, so we're in a Phoenix this yeah. week, right? Yep. All right. Arizona. Little uh, championship preview. You'd yeah, say? yeah, yeah, yeah. New short pack trackage for, for short pack track short track package. First time we'll get <laughs> yeah. to use it this season, so. Uh, there you go. Everyone's kind of using this as uh, Denny Hamlin said on his podcast, Travis. 
This week is a sim race, meaning a lot of the drivers are spending a lot of time in the simulators and trying to figure out what this new package looks like. So um, don't really know what to expect. Um, I will say this. The Chevys have kind of dominated the last two weeks at Vegas and California. This is not a aero track. It's more of a short track, more than anything. Um, so I think that the aero advantage that the Chevys have is kind of out the window. Um, so because I get to first, I'll go ahead and make my pick. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. The uh, United Rentals Work United 500. Yes. yes. <laughs> so let's mouthful. unite. Let's unite. That's a mouthful. It very much is. <laughs> you know, it'll probably be said once on the broadcast. <laughs> probably. They just say NASCAR Cup Racing here from Phoenix, unless the sponsor also pays uh, to be on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick a Ford. Fords haven't ran well this year, but this is a place where Joey Logano won last year to win the championship. His teammate finished second, and that's who I'm going with, Travis. I'm going with Ryan Blaney uh, to have a good good day out in Phoenix. Okay. Scratch, uh, scratch <laughs> off that. This is why I don't do research. Uh, all right, so uh, I guess I'll go with his teammate then. I'll go uh, Joey Logano. Joey Logano is who Travis is going with. Very good pick. I think the Fords will run good this weekend because, again, it's not an aero track. It's more of a short track, and both these Fords were very fast last year and could have won. And uh, Chase Briscoe who drives a Ford, won this race last year. So Ford swept last year in the cup races. So if uh, you're looking for some entertainment, I would put it on a Ford this weekend. A Ford. Yeah. Now I'm going to be wrong, and Toyotas are going to dominate and get like <laughs> the top five spots or something. So Maybe. But there you go. I got Ryan Blaney. Travis going with Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Travis trying to get on the board, right? <laughs> I said I needed it last week. I need it this week, too. <sighs> I need to get on the board. Hey, if Legato comes out and gets a win, Travis, you're up by one, five, four. Yeah, that's what I need. That's what you need. I so. need it. Mm. All righty. I really love that Ryan Blaney pick. Oh, thank you. Mm. Led the most laps last year. He did. But didn't win. Didn't win. That's the only reason I'm concerned, because of the fact he could not win last year. And also on this odds that I look up, uh, he's the favorite. Yep. All right. All righty. All right. So there you go. We made our picks. Yep. So now we're time for the snake draft. Let's, let's snake draft it's, this thing. Uh, it's draft time. Yes. All right. So I think we're going to start with least deserving champions. Are we going to go through that first? Because that one was the hardest one to find. Mm-hmm. At least in my research. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, you know, you you could. I'm sure you could make an argument for every champion as to why they are the least deserving NCAA tournament champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as just looking at the numbers, and to me, you can't really be least deserving and be a one seed. If you're mm-hmm. a one seed, I'd say you're pretty deserving of a title. Yeah. If you're a two seed, I'd say you're pretty deserving of a title. Mm-hmm. We'll talk after that, but yeah. I, I I immediately automatically threw out one and two seats who won the title because it's just right. You're one of the eight best teams in the country according to the brackets. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, also, and I don't know if Travis did this, I did this, and that is, I kind of started my research in 1980. Anything that happened before 1980, it right. was 16 teams, or it was eight teams, or it was four teams. You can't really judge it the same way right. we think of and judge the bracket now. Right. Uh, in yeah. the 80s when they changed to 64. Yeah, so. and I was going to say, like, even before that, I think the... Before March Madness became big, mm-hmm. the NIT used to be the big tournament. Right, exactly. So, so I did see that that research of that fifties uh, New York team. Yeah, that had the some controversy afterwards about right. point shaving yeah. and everything like that. So yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. I don't have anything anything that like that. Yep. yep. So I would agree. Alrighty. So let's let's start. And Travis, would you like to go first for least deserving? Least deserving, yeah. I'll uh, I'll go first. Okay. I'll pick first, and uh, I'll just do it right off right off the bat. And I know this team has a lot of love, but uh, the least deserving that won it. My number one pick is uh, 1983 NC State. Yep. With uh, Jim Valvano. Yep. Know that it's an iconic shot. Uh, the shot coming up short and yep. dunking it in, beating five slam a jamma there, and a Valvano running around looking for a hug, and uh, they're at least deserving though, just because they beat such a great team and it was uh, by a lucky dunk there at the very end, mm-hmm. and four of their six victories were by two points or less, and uh, they avoided all the uh, top teams that year. Uh, they avoided UCLA, North Carolina, and St. John's that year to the title and there was only uh two points or less victories right Right. so it's got to be a 1983 nc state all right i'm gonna go travis a little more recent and i'm going 2014 yukon the yukon team from 2014 was a seven seed uh and they knocked off the two seed villanova i'll give them that they knocked off three seed iowa state on the way uh, 4C Michigan State, but then in the, the final four, yes, they did beat Florida, who was the one seed, but in the championship game, Travis, they knocked off a 10 seed in, or an 8 seed in Kentucky. Like, that's, to me, that's nothing. So, this was the, the Kemba UConn uh, team. Or no, this was Shabazz. This was Shabazz, Shabazz Napier, uh, yeah. in 2014. So, yeah, I, I just don't think they're that deserving. Right. Yeah, they did blow out uh, Florida in the uh, Final Four. And they lost three times that year to non-tournament teams as well. And uh, they stumbled down the stretch as they lost to Louisville in the regular season finale by 33. And then not in the Big East tournament, but that was the year that they had the Big East wasn't around. It was the American Athletic Conference. Yeah. And they... uh, in a rematch, they still lost a little by ten. Yeah. So, and they needed an overtime victory to get out of the first round. They did. So, uh, yeah, uh, I would agree with that. So, 2014 UConn for you. Yep. Yep. That's my first pick. All right. So, uh, I hate to do it, but I'm gonna go with what you just said. I'm gonna go with Kimba's mm-hmm. uh, team in 2011 UConn. Uh, there. I hated to do it because they actually their resume is a lot better than you would think. Yep. They won every non-league game that season, including uh, wins in the Maui Invitational over Kentucky and Michigan State. And uh, they also beat uh, Texas, which finished in the top 15. And they won the Big East Tournament five 
in five days, five victories in five days there, and just went off a magical run uh, there. And they knocked out four ranked teams to do it. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, when you have to be in the first day of the Big East tournament and then uh, go on a miracle run like that, and it also was that awful national championship game against Butler. Yeah. And <laughs> that's and what does it for me. I hated to do it because the resume is actually uh, pretty decent when you look at it. But Well, and you're 100% right, Travis. Their resume is decent. They were a three seed. So, you know, three seed in the tournament. Uh, they had to knock off Kentucky in the final four. But before that, they didn't have to face the one seed Duke. Duke got upset by yeah. the five seed Arizona. They didn't. They, they knocked off the two seed, who that year was San Diego State, which yeah. is not a a powerhouse and then the rest of that final four like i said they knocked off kentucky who that year was a four seed but then on the other side of the bracket you had vcu who was an 11 seed and butler who was an eight seed Mm -hmm. if they were to go against a one or a two or a three i think from the other side like a, a pittsburgh was a one in the in the bottom but you know florida or a uh, Notre Dame who was a two seed, or possibly even Kansas who was a one seed who got upset by VCU, I think they mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. So I love that pick. Right. Yeah, that Final Four was pretty weak with Butler. I mean, it was. VCU. We loved it. We all yeah. loved watching it because it was. Oh my goodness! Look at all these upsets. Look at these Cinderellas making it. And then you realize in the end, like, oh yeah, this is why we really don't like Cinderellas, <laughs> like getting this far. Right. Yeah, and they were 500 in Big East play as well, Ugh. nine and nine. But what an awful championship game! Awful championship game. Uh, all right. I for my next pick, Travis. I'm going back to 1988, and I'm going with Kansas. Mm-hmm. Kansas was a sixth seed. Who the best team they faced was the Final Four. Uh, they were, a, uh, which was a four seed. They were not ranked in the last half of the season. The highest they were ranked all season was seventh. They didn't have to face the one seed in their bracket because they got upset by Kansas State, so who was a four seed. So Kansas took them out. And then, like we said, they faced Duke, who was a two seed that year, beat them. But then the championship game, they took on Oklahoma, who was a one seed. So I'll give them that. But I just don't think being a six seed – 21 and 11 and not being ranked all season, you're not the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and you needed a, a great performance by uh, Danny Manning in the final yep. four. He yep. had 25 points, like you said, against Duke, and then uh, 31 in the title game against Oklahoma. And uh, they're called Danny Manning and the Miracles yep. for a reason. That's right. No better reason than that. <laughs> you don't You don't even know any of the other guys. Nope. They're just known as the Miracles. And so you needed a miracle to get there, led by Danny Manning. So, yep. uh, yeah, uh, I would uh, I would agree uh, with that. It's pretty uh, pretty weak. Yep, yep. There for the Jayhawks. Uh, there. All right, Travis, your last least deserving team. My last least deserving. Hmm. Am I going to do this or that? I will go. Yeah, I'll do it. It's a 2003 Syracuse team, mm. Carmelo. They were uh, on my short list. Yeah, they, um, they 
had uh, Carmelo Anthony, Jerry McNamara, and uh, Elin as well. And those guys combined for 50 of Syracuse, 81 points in the championship game. And they still only won by three mm-hmm. over at Kansas. And that's 62% of the points between three people. And they still almost lost uh, there. And uh, they also um, – they had a win against the six-seed Oklahoma State, and uh, they also uh, had uh, to come back in that game. They fell down 25-8 to eight in uh, that one, and uh, really it's just remembered for Carmelo Anthony more more than anything. Yeah. And uh, they kind of were mediocre in the regular season and in January as well. And so uh, I think that's uh, pretty weak there for Carmelo it was Carmelo nice. and four other guys. Yeah, I know McNamara too. McNamara, but it was Carmelo. Like yeah. it, that was his team. So, um, yeah, I like I said, it was on my short list. Um, all right, my my final one, and we couldn't go through a list like this of people who got success and didn't deserve it without including Michigan, and I'm going to 1989 and Michigan when they won. First of all, they took down Illinois in the Final Four, which was a much better Illinois team than Michigan was. No arguing of that. Michigan was a three seed. They didn't have to face the one in their you know, in their region. Uh, they did have to knock off the two seed, North Carolina. 24-7 uh, and seven was Michigan that year. Uh, it took overtime for them to beat Seton Hall, who was a three seed as well in the championship game. Uh, to me... Uh, that's Michigan's a week. So I'll just Michigan's week. Mm. I don't need to say any more than that. Do I? No, I know I'm not going to get much of an argument from you. Nope. Nope. Yeah. You're not. So, so Michigan, you're weak. Michigan, man. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I know it. I, I see that you're, you're <laughs> very, broken up. you're torn up, about broken it. up about it. Uh, but man, we left out Villanova. 1985 was called one of the greatest upsets in national championship history. Just couldn't include them. I, I just because couldn't. of that. No, I couldn't include them. They played I mean, the perfect game against Georgetown. They shot 90 percent in the second half. I mean, that's very impressive. Beat Patrick Ewing. See, and to me, that's Coach deserving. Thompson. Yeah, they needed to play perfect, and they still only won by two. But again. I mean, I, I guess they were, they were an low. eight seed. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say they were the lowest seed that won. I think. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know how I missed them, but I did. Uh, well, uh, you live and you learn. <laughs> Historically, like I said, I just one wanted of the to biggest take a shot, to, a shot at Michigan. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just wanted to get that in. <laughs> hey, with that? I don't mind it. I don't hate it. <laughs> uh. All right, Travis. All right. Now let's go to the most deserving teams who should have won a championship and whatever reason happened for them not to get it. I thought this was a lot easier it was, yeah. um, to, to come up with, but I think narrowing it down to five is going to be the difficult part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we could probably make a list of 20 teams. I would agree, yeah. This is definitely a lot easier Yep. to so, come up with. All right. You want to go first? Mm, yeah. I can uh, I can go first. All right. Um, so I'll go a uh, strong out of the gates here. The 2015 Kentucky team yeah. that was uh, stacked and uh, they were undefeated and uh, they looked unstoppable. Yep. But 
they got upended in the final four. Yep. They didn't even get to the championship nope. game as uh, they got upset by Wisconsin there, and uh, they ended up 38-1 and on the season, and uh, they were uh, stacked with the NBA talent as AD. well. Yeah, yep. so – uh, 2015 Kentucky Wildcats. Yep, I, I, they were, they were going to be my number one pick if I, if I picked first. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think you can say there was a much better team that didn't win a championship than they, than they were. Right. Yeah, they're awesome. All right, I am bending the rules a little bit, Travis. But Uh-oh. we said most deserving who didn't win a championship. Mm-hmm. Right. Those were the criteria. Yeah. I'm going the 2020 Illini. Okay. The 2020 Illini didn't have a chance at a tournament. People say probably better than the 2021 team, which was a one seed, playing better at the right time of the season um, than that 2021 team. Didn't even get an opportunity to see what they could have done uh, in the tournament. So for that, I'll say they're the most deserving team not to win a championship. Yeah. I love it though. I know you would have. That's, that's why. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that team was so good. It was so good, and they were clicking at the right time. Their record was—I mean, they were probably going to be a a three, three to five-ish seed. Mm-hmm. But you know, depending on what they did in the Big Ten tournament, which again we never got to see. Never happened. So, if they went out and won the Big Ten tournament, they could have been a two easily. And again, I think they were playing better basketball than the next year's team was. They that were, was a yeah. one seed. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, yeah, what could have been? I know. But I, know. Uh, I got you in all the hurts now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I love that pick. Thank you. Right there. I'm totally okay. Like I said, with... I'm bending the rules a little bit, but. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I like it. All right. So uh, my uh, next uh, pick here. I am uh, going to uh, go with all the fields here as well. I'm going to go the 2010 Butler team. Ah. As they should have beat Duke. That shot should have went in. It would have been the greatest shot in title game history. Maybe one of the best shots ever in uh, March Madness history. Gordon Hayward missing that half-court shot just barely there. And they were a Cinderella that year. And I know that we kind of dog on Cinderella's. And we don't know if they uh, should be deserving or not. But uh, they really were a great team. And it was also in Indy. Yeah. as well they totally deserve that championship uh to beat duke but uh they did not they were 33 and 5 that season as a cinderella and i remember that national championship like it was yesterday there with uh, gordon hayward and brad stevens and the yep, crew yep 2010 I, butler i like that pick uh not on on my list but that doesn't mean it wasn't a good pick because now that you talk about it yeah i, I think they were a good enough team um I'm going, and again, I, I kind of went deserving slash choking-ish kind of in the same ballpark. So I think when you talk about teams that possibly deserved to win, you talk about the team that had the best record that season of anyone. Travis, I'm going 2018 Virginia, the only one to lose uh, to a 16. Yeah. They were 31-2 and two entering that tournament, and to lose by 20 to a 16 seed. Yeah. I, I can say they were more deserving. I don't know if they would have gone all the way to the championship, but they were deserving to do more than just that. 
Mm. So yeah. I, I got anytime a one gets upset by a sixteen, it's happened once. Mm-hmm. They have to be a choke or deserving yeah. who didn't get it. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, it was a huge shocker in that tournament. Oh yeah, uh, for sure to kick it off, and I think what well, they were the number one overall seed. Overall, even, yeah. So, like I said, thirty-one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Losing in the first round, they have that forever. Yep. Until, until another one happens. Until another one happens, it's going to be brought up every yeah, every tournament everyone. time. Yep. So, yep. yeah, I would uh, I would agree uh, with that. All right. So uh, my uh, third uh, pick here is uh, I'm going to go uh, the other way with the Michigan. I'm going to go with the 1993 Michigan yeah. team, the Fab Five. Of course, you know the story with the uh, ESPN 30 for 30 documentary and uh, Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Juwan Howard, and the crew and Coach Fisher. 31 and five they were that season, and they lost in the championship to North Carolina and the infamous timeout that wasn't yeah. for Chris Weber as uh, Fab Five in Michigan uh, stacked so good, but should have won the title, but did not beat North Carolina. And something we thought we'd never see, and then it just happened to the Bulls and the Pistons a couple couple days ago, where they called a timeout they oh, didn't yeah. have. So. Uh, yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. That is, uh, they were on my list as well. Fab five. Yep, fab five. Ugh. Uh, all right. Next, Travis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to 1999, 98-99 season, and I'm going to Duke. Duke that season entering the tournament 32 and one. They were the number one overall seed. They made it to the national championship, lost by three to UConn, who was also a one seed. But Travis, you look at that Duke roster that year; they should have won. I mean, just the amount of talent they had on that team: Elton Brand, Corey Maggette, uh Shane Battier. Um, that's a team that should win championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna say it was the best. Uh, Duke team of all time, but it was a really good Duke team that should have won uh, won the the tournament, and uh, unfortunately uh, got so close and watched, lost to a UConn team. Like I said, was a one seed. It's not like it was an upset or anything like that, but still, I think that Duke team was a little more deserving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that. Um. All right, so I uh, is this four? Uh, yes, yes, would be my uh, four. So the uh, picks are dwindling down yeah, here. Two, two left. So I'll uh, stay in uh, the '90s here as uh, we'll go to uh, 1991. A good year, but it wasn't a good year in the national championship or in the final four even for UNLV. The running Rebels were the best team uh, that year, and uh, they were undefeated, and they didn't even make it to the championship either, Mm. as uh, the story goes, and uh, they ended up losing to uh, Duke that year, and that was the Final Four game, and UNLV, uh, they were stacked, and they were one of the best teams uh, in college basketball, maybe in college basketball history, with how dominant they were for the running Rebels and Tarkeesian and those crew. And 1991, running Rebels, they finished 34-1 and that season and they didn't even make the championship, but mm. they should have won. That one hurts. Yeah, that uh, 
<sighs> Should have, like I said, they were they were on my they they were on my short list. So mm, let's see, Larry Johnson also had Greg Anthony as well, and a couple others, Ogman as well, Anderson Hunt didn't make it to the NBA though, but UNLV. Should have been. Should have. Uh, Should have won. Should have won it, and couldn't. Couldn't get it done. Tasmanian Devil Jerry Tarkanian. Yeah. Mm mm mm. The towel. Eighteen and zero in the Big West. Uh, they had a forty-five game winning streak. That's a very impressive win streak. It's the fourth longest consecutive win streak in D1 history. Longest win streak, of course, is UCLA right. back in the 70s. Uh, so. All right. I am – this is four, right? Yeah, this is four. Um, I thought I knew where I was going, and now I'm not so sure. So I'm <laughs> delaying a little bit to – Make sure I have the right team that I want. Because there's 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 one that I'm uh, I'm leaning towards, but I don't remember if I have the right year or not. I think I do, um, and that is the uh, 2008 uh, Memphis Tigers. Yeah, it was 2008. Uh, 38 and list. two. Yeah, 38 and two. Derrick Rose on that team. Ah, Derrick um, Rose. Chris Douglas Roberts on that team. They were a one seed. They just lost the national championship to Kansas in overtime. Uh, Kansas, who was a four seed at that point in time. Um, Mario Chalmers. Yep. They, they had some close calls. Don't get me wrong in that tournament. You know, they, they beat the eight seed Mississippi State by three. Um but that was really the closest they got, and they beat UCLA in the Final Four, seventy-eight to sixty-three. Um, and of course, this is all now irrelevant because it all had to be exactly. uh, given back. But uh, at the time, Travis, there were people saying that they were the greatest college basketball team ever, and just came up short. Yeah, and it's unfortunate with uh, basically getting erased yep. with the stuff that happened there with uh, Rose and mm-hmm. Coach Cal there as well so yeah that was a really good really good team and yep. losing an ot i thought they, they were gonna do it yep thought that uh memphis was gonna pull it off but they didn't so they were good but come up short in the natty in the natty all right travis your final pick my final pick final one here there is a lot to go on. Some talented teams that haven't won it, but there's no more talented a team that didn't win the championship. Completely unbiased pick here. <laughs> 2005, Illinois, Fighting Illini. Yeah. Only two losses on the season. They lost in the national championship to North Carolina and Sean Flippin' May going off. It wasn't for James Augustine getting into foul trouble. Yep. Darren Williams, Luther Head, D. Brown, Roger Powell, James Augustine. 
Yep. And the crew, 2005 Fighting Illini team, should have won the national championship, but did not. The greatest Sh- team of our generation, Travis. Sean Flippin' May. Sean Flippin' May. And did nothing in the NBA. Not a thing. To be fair, he did go to Charlotte, so I don't blame him. <laughs> the Bobcats. He went to a Bobcat, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. So, the Bobcats. 2005 yeah. Illinois team. Mm. Greatest. Our greatest team. Travis, I, I had that team on my list, and, and I didn't want to say it because I wanted, in you, St. Louis. I wanted you to save that one. I knew that one was yours. Yeah. That's why I went 2021 Illini, or 2020 Illini. Uh, you could have also gone with the 89 Illini um, yes. as well. They were number one overall. See the flying Illini. Right, um, and the reason why I didn't is because it was before I was born, right? And you did hear the allure about that team yep. for flying Illini, and that was kind of our parents' yep. Illini team. And then 2005 was our team yep. there for for Illinois. So that's kind of why I didn't go fight flying Illini because yep. uh, they were before my time. But and you could have also gone 2001 Illini, who were a one seed. They were 24 and seven, so they weren't great, but they were a one seed who mm. lost in the Elite Eight. So, um, other teams I had on my shortlist before I make my final official pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year's Baylor team, who got knocked out in the second round by North Carolina. First one to go down last year. Um, yeah. Forgot about that one. 2014 Wichita State. Mm. They were undefeated. Everyone thought they were going to make a run. Fred Van Fleet, we just talked about him a couple days ago. Yeah. And, shockers. and yep, the, the shockers who were shocking people at that time. Um, 2007 Ohio State, 30 and 7. Yep, the tournament. they were on my short list yep. with Greg Oden and Mike yep. Conley and yep. the team. Yep. 2002 Cincinnati, Travis, were 30 and 3. They were a one seed. They lost uh, saw them, yeah. to the eight seed UCLA in the second round. But my official pick, Travis, um, also shout out to 1983 Houston team. Uh, yep, they're on the other side of that. Yep. NC stay upset. Twenty-seven and two, lost to Clyde. Yeah, Clyde Nakeem, and he can't win a championship. Yeah. But my official pick, Travis, I was gonna go nineteen eighty-one Oregon State. All right. Mm-hmm. They were never lower than sixth in the rankings mm-hmm. all season. Twenty-six and one, a one seed, lost to Kansas State in the first round. Now this is when the tournament wasn't full. So a first round loss isn't what it was. It was losing to an eight seed, but still, never lower than sixth in the rankings. And that was week one. They were sixth. Since then, they were either first or second all season long. But my official pick, Travis, is gonna be nineteen eighty four North Carolina. North Carolina in nineteen eighty four. They were a one seed. Lost to Indiana in the regional finals. Didn't even make it to the final four. Regional finals. They were never lower than second in the rankings all season long. Had 10 players drafted into the NBA, including Brad Doherty, Kenny Smith, Sam Perkins, and a certain guy named Michael Jordan. Yeah. You can't get past the second round with Michael Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, don't you know about that game? Just ask Dan Dockich. He'll tell you about yep, it. He'll tell uh, you all about it. How he locked down MJ he in that game. stopped him forever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'll tell you about forever. Yep. I mean, to me, that is, find him. that is one of the greatest teams who did not win a championship. Hmm. Yeah. That one was good. It was MJ's last year. Yeah. Yeah. In, in particular, it was getting 
losing there in the early rounds. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Losing so. to Indiana in the regional semifinal. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I in Charlotte. Only, I only picked teams that lost in the national championship or in the final four even. Well, I didn't even look at the teams that got bounced in the early rounds. But, again, I was looking at – I think we were looking at kind of different things, which is okay. Like, I was looking at one seeds who should have gone further and didn't, like a Virginia, for example. Yeah. And saying that they were deserving of more. I definitely thought about them. Yeah. For sure. Deserving of more. I don't know if they were deserving to win the national championship, but they were deserving to, I think, at least be an Elite Eight team. And mm-hmm. I think if they would have made it to the Elite Eight, they wouldn't have made my list. Um, yeah, but I never picked anything other than a one seed for all of my mine. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this was fun. Right. And uh, we also uh, left off uh, 2021 Gonzaga. Yeah, I had them on my short list. They too. lost in the national championship. Yeah. Drew Timmy and Jalen Suggs. Yep. And all the crew. So they were undefeated going into that game, weren't they? Mm-hmm. That yep. was the only loss. 31 and one. Yep. Stinks to be you. <sighs> yeah. All right, so that brings it up, and it's not going to happen this year, Travis. But in our lifetime, will we ever see an undefeated college team again? Yeah. Something tells me yes, but it's been so long so. since that Indiana team did it. Mm-hmm. You'd think by now, right. with the powerhouses that we've had come through, I think it's just so hard to it do hard. it. Because as we've seen in the Big Ten this year, any given right. night, anyone can win. Mm-hmm. It's not like it used to be where the class were the class and the bottom was really the bottom. Right. So. Yeah. And, I mean, even Gonzaga, they have gotten dogged by a lot of people, including Eric here including on me. the DA show, about their schedule. And so they put tough tougher yeah. games on the non-conference yeah. schedule, so it's going to be tougher for them to uh, be undefeated and whatnot. But I do think that someone will eventually – We'll eventually do it. Their scheduling reminds me kind of of Altamont. Yeah. Like how they put, you know, class, you know, two and three A schools on their schedule because they know it's going to help them in postseason play. Mm-hmm. So, Right. Yeah, they always look for that, towards that. So now that this one is done, can we tell the people about our next draft? Because I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. The next one. The next You're one. You're already thinking about the next one. We I'm, I, haven't even finished. We've I'm just finished with this. I'm excited for it. Okay. <laughs> this is a, one of our most ambitious ones we've ever done. Uh-huh. So the NFL draft is 50-some days away. Uh-huh. So our next fantasy snake draft is going to be on the NFL draft. First day of the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And we are going to draft an NFL team. Okay. But we're going we're gonna to draft quarterbacks. Running backs, wide receivers, uh, an offensive line, a defensive line, linebackers, specialists, all that jazz throughout history. Throughout history? Throughout history. Wow. So if you want 2,000 Randy Moss, you can have 2,000 Randy Moss. But no one else then can pick a Randy Moss from any other year. Mm. Yeah, it's probably smart. And we're adding a third person to this. A third person. A third person will be joining a us. A third person, you say? Yes, Derek we, Warren, our news director. We haven't been uh, haven't been a three man crew in, in a while, quite a while, in a while. But Derek Warren, our news director, will be joining us here for this uh, this draft, as he's the only bigger NFL fan than us. Oh so, yeah, huge NFL guy. Yeah, 
And I told him about this, and he was like, I'm in. And he's already started research. <laughs> so he's he's going to be more prepared than you and me. Because I like it. I think I'm going to start research probably Wednesday night before it starts. So. Of course, yeah. But uh, really. this is, this is going to be an ambitious one because we're drafting uh, entire teams throughout history. Now, with caveats. Like, I don't know if you could say, oh, I'm picking the quarterback of the Jets from 1950. I don't know who that is. No one really knows who that is. So kind of as we do stick to our time frame or a legendary player. Mm. That's a Hall of Famer. You know, if you want to take Joe Namath, sure, take Joe Namath. Like everyone knows who Joe Namath is. You want to take Bart Starr? Take Bart Starr. Bart Starr. I, I don't know if that's a great investment, but no. if that's what you want, if that's what you want, one of your, you know, two or three quarterback picks to be. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna be picking multiple players from multiple positions, hmm. and then uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I have some ideas in in the works, but we'll see if I can make them happen. See where you go from there. Yes. All right. Good deal. I'm excited. <laughs> Good deal. And I like this more than uh, NFL, the draft. NFL draft. Yes. Talk. So yes. <laughs> it's still NFL draft talk, just not yeah. this year's draft. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You hear enough of that on ESPN. Yeah. How many ESPN radio shows are drafting their all time NFL yeah. team None. on draft day? None. None. We are. That's what makes us we special. Are. We're on the starting lineup. We are the starting lineup. And that's Quit what we listening do. Listening to us. Georgetown and firing people quit listening to us Greeny and stealing our ideas if Greeny comes out next week well he'd have to be there but if he comes out and says you know what for the NFL draft we're going to look at all-time drafts and and come up with an all-time draft list he's listening yeah and I don't appreciate it <laughs> yeah Greeny has uh, a lot on his plate I don't think he's personally listening to us but maybe uh one or two of his producers maybe i don't know and next week you are not the one that should be talking about if he's going to be there uh, or not yeah i won't be here two days next week yeah exactly so travis you can keep a running tally of who misses more days next week okay who is not on their sports show I won't, more i won't remember that well, that's what i'm banking but. on but <laughs> all right uh, so that is definitely a, an exciting venture that we're going to tackle uh coming up we'll be rolling out rules later on for, yeah. for this so okay and uh rolling in a, a third person a yep. third co-host just for the draft just not for the, for the whole show not for the whole show no uh-uh. <laughs> i mean you don't want to talk nfl the no, whole show no no <laughs> He's got some NFL takes, yes. and we could just let him loose. Let we him could. Go. We could. I've told him that before on episodes I haven't been around or you haven't been around, but uh, no. And uh, <laughs> don't don't forget, uh, starting Monday, we got uh, baseball and softball action. Yep. That will be starting up. So. Yep. Very well. So uh, stay tuned uh, to uh, that. So. Uh, we will uh, get out of here. Thanks for uh, sticking it out with us. Another long uh, pod here, but had a lot. To I didn't tackle. get angry this time, though. So no, no arguments really uh, this time around. So uh, we'll be back on Monday. We'll also have all that plus top three moments from the uh, sports weekend as well. So uh, we'll be back on Monday. So thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, and we'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend. <laughs>